0: Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Robert Acosta speaking, the chair of Accessible World and Tech Talk, and we're here on... Uh, Monday October 17 2016 and we have some great friends here this evening always exciting every time I listen to them I say I'm not gonna buy anything I'm gonna be really be good and then what happens I hear something oh I have to have it Mystic Access is excited to share their newly released and upcoming audio tutorials and products with the Tech Talk audience have you ever wondered how to get the most out of the Google suite of products, including Google Docs, Drive and Sheets, I guess it is, among others? Would you like to be guided step-by-step through the setup and use of your fourth-generation Apple TV? Or would you like to discover how to use a television with speaking menus, a speaking guide, an accessible setup, Does a fun and comprehensive tutorial on the brand new Apple Watch suit your fancy? Or how about some comfortable and versatile Bluetooth headphones with built-in speech and one of our audio tutorials to teach you how to use them in many circumstances. Thank you for coming to Mystic Access. Uh, And we want you to join our team, Chris Grabowski, Kim Loftus, and Lisa Salinger, as they debut new products and tutorials hot off the presses and share about some soon-to-be-released goodies with you as well. Your questions will be welcome during the presentation. You may contact Mystic Access via phone at 716 543 Three three two three or email at info at mystic, M Y S T I C, access a C C E S S dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are very uh, excited to present to you our great Mystic Access team. Welcome to Tech Talk. And I think we're ready to go.
2: Hello, everybody, and thank you for that uh, introduction, Bob. This is uh, Chris Grabowski, and we are going to take turns talking about the different products that we're involved in. The first thing that I wanted to talk about is the Google Suite of Products audio tutorial. Now, this is a whirlwind audio tutorial that takes you through the use of Google Drive, Google Docs, Google Sheets, Google Slides, Hangouts, and even a comparison of using Google Chrome with Jaws, NVDA, and ChromeVox. Using this tutorial, it um, it's brought, broken up into a few different sections, and each. Screen reader in the tutorial is announced with a different voice so that you know what's being used at the time. For example, JAWS is using Microsoft David. NVDA is using Zera from Microsoft. And the ChromeVox, when using Chrome and ChromeVox, that is the British English English male voice from Google also we demonstrate how to use these products on a Chromebook, on iOS, on Android and even on the Mac. Now having said that again this is a whirlwind tutorial so it goes from beginning to end and it builds upon your skills like for example in the Drive section you do file management we use Windows Explorer to connect to Google Drive and then we go to using google drive within the web browser so that most people are going to want to do that and view their files or send links or share or collaborate all that stuff is covered within the duration of this tutorial the also the thing about this specific tutorial it's such a whirlwind is because This is a product that one of our customers wanted. We offer custom tutorials, and this customer said, I want this, 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 and even this. Basically, everything in the kitchen sink. So it was my job to make that happen for her, and I was sending her updates along the way, sending her samples um, of the tutorial and then on Friday she got the finished product I spent the weekend putting the finishing touches on the tutorial which would be the daisy of the tutorial so not only is it an mp3 it's not just a group of mp3s it's also a daisy digital talking book and I wanted to pass it off to Kim so that she can talk about what she's been working on.
1: Hold tight. We'll do it, no problem. And then of course, November 7th and 14th, we have stocking stuffers with our vendors that we do each year, just to fill in for a second. And the 21st, we have a lady who wanted a full thing on Dropbox. I thought it was fairly easy, but what do I know? Yeah, there might be something that she wanted. Larry, John and Larry Gassman are gonna do that on the 21st of November and we'll see what we get to 28.
3: All right. Oh wow, there's no echo anymore. We're heading Yay. in the right direction. <laughs> uh Chris, can say you hear something? Us now? Chris, do you want to talk too, before I unlock?
1: Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Mr. Access. We hear you.
3: Could you hear all of us or just Chris?
1: I heard you, but there was a little bit of a delay as if it was a long it was it was an echo but like 3 seconds delayed. Say something lasting like 5 or 6 seconds to see if if I'm still hearing it.
4: I heard both Lisa and Kim. Let's let Lisa and Kim talk separately just for a second, though.
3: Okay, we have more technical difficulties because now what we did is I tried logging in, and you can hear them, but they can't hear you. So I'll tell you what, I can hear both. So maybe what we could do is just continue, and if they have questions, I can just repeat them. Briefly, yeah. Will that will that work for Bob and for the group?
1: Well, can we hear? Uh, that, was that Lisa? Can we hear Kim talk? So we get one of the other voices there. We we're hearing Chris. Well, I think that's Lisa. Sorry. Then what about Kim? Can we hear her? Are we going to be able to hear? It? We'll be able to hear them give their presentation. But when there's questions, you're going to have to repeat them to them. I understand. We'll make it work. The answer is we'll make it work. But we have to hear all three
3: people. Okay, Kim, go for it. Okay. I need to unlock to make sure they can hear you. They just wanted to know if they could. Oh, I I keep forgetting you can't hear them. They're saying, yeah, they're just saying, go ahead and let Kim speak because we can't hear her. So hold tight. Next time, hopefully when I lock down, it will be for keeps and I'll say so. So can you hear Kim? We cannot.
1: No, we can't. Susie's right.
3: Okay, we're keying back up to see if you can hear Chris. Whoops, and Lisa has brain damage and just let up on the key. So please do that again, Chris. Oh, please no. Okay, so we can. Can we hear Chris at all?
1: No, we do not hear him.
3: Okay, one more test. Can we hear uh, Kim and Chris, can you both just say something briefly? I
1: just heard,
2: heard your microphone. Oh, I'm
3: hearing You're hearing an echo? A bad
2: echo?
5: Yeah. Echo and lag. I hear myself.
2: I heard all three of
1: you that time.
4: I think there was a bit of a lag. Just very slight, but I don't know. Okay, can we live with it? Are we okay?
1: Let's try it. Right. Right. So Anyway, <laughs>
5: we'll attempt this again. I was just saying that Everything we have by the end of the year is going to be daisied, and a large portion of what we have currently in terms of the audio tutorials are already daisied. And we do that because it's just a nice intuitive way for those of you who use apps or software or daisy players to be able to intuitively navigate <clears throat> Excuse me, within the product and find – or within the tutorial and find whatever is most useful for you at any given time. So we really like to make that available for you guys, and especially just because it's something unique and not a lot of people necessarily do it. So it's definitely something that we like to do. In terms of what I've been playing with lately, there's a lot going on in my world in terms of things I'm creating. Uh, the bigger project currently has been the Apple TV tutorial, which is the uh, fourth gen. And there's going to be some compare-contrast with the third gen. There's going to be everything from what it is, why you might want it, to set up various apps you may want to use, uh, three different ways of setting it up. And uh, admittedly, I stole that from Jonathan's fabulous book on the subject and thought, you know, I have to show this and demo it. So if you have Jonathan's book and you want perhaps an audio um, intro to learning the Apple TV or deciding if it's something that you might want, then something like this could be useful. Now, this is not finished yet. This is in current production. So I'm hoping this will be done by the middle of November, perhaps sooner. That's a, that's a pretty generous release date, saying middle of November. I'm actually hoping it will be done quite a bit sooner than that. Uh, it's garnered a lot of interest so far, for which we're very happy. And knowing me, it's probably going to be at least four to five hours. <laughs> so it's going to be a nice, chunky tutorial. In terms of smaller projects, uh, I have recently done two tutorials on a couple pairs of really neat Bluetooth headphones, the less expensive pair of headphones is by a company called Ecandy and they're very light, they're quite comfortable. They have the NeoSpeech Julie voice in them uh, that does almost all the prompts. Only one prompt seems to be a different voice. So you will know when you have powered them on, you'll know when bluetooth is connected, you'll know when uh, when something has is not paired any longer, you'll be able to know when you've switched modes. It has actual physical buttons on the side. Uh, on one of the ear cups of the headphones so that you're able to switch through modes and when i'm talking about modes you are able to use bluetooth 3.0 you're also able to connect a wire 3.5 to 3.5 millimeter cable which is uh, detachable so it allows you you know how oftentimes you'll get a pair of headphones and uh, a year later the cable shorts out on you and you've just ruined your pair of headphones and can no longer use them without great difficulty or one ear. <laughs> uh, you're not going to have to worry about with these because you've both got the wireless option through Bluetooth 3.0 and you also have a wired option via uh, the wire, the detachable 35 millimeter cable. The other thing that's nice about these is they have an FM radio mode And it doesn't work really well for me because I'm out in the middle of nowhere, but it does work well for other people. And especially if you live in a larger city or a metro, uh, you should have absolutely no problems whatsoever in terms of being able to scan, pick up stations. The other thing I really like about these headphones is that it has a micro SD card mode. So you can actually put a micro SD card in full of your music and or your books or whatever obviously you can't put Bard books on there but you can have a wide variety of stuff that you listen to via an sd card and again it has to be a micro sd card but again all the prompts are very accessible the tutorial that i've done for this is almost an hour long just about 58 minutes i believe without the intro and uh the ending so it's very very detailed as i attempt to do sometimes i uh I can't see the forest for the trees when I'm creating these things, but I kind of hope people like more detail than less because that's kind of how I tend to uh, tend to create, and, and people seem to find that useful. So um, that's that's pretty exciting. Uh, the headphones are available now. You can also get the tutorial separately from us. So if you want to go on Amazon, buy the headphones, and then come back and buy the just the uh, MP3 version of the tutorial, or getting on an SD card from us, you can do that. Uh, the tutorial by itself is $15, and generally our, our smaller tutorials are $15. And if you want a SD card shipped to your door, that's an extra $10. That you would pay for that. If you want to get the headphones and the tutorial directly from us, it is, and Chris can correct me here, because these just went up, I believe it is $45. Mm, yes. Excellent. So... That's the eCandy headphones, and they're really cool. I'm quite excited to share those with you. We have another set of headphones that are also Bluetooth and wired, and the 3.5-millimeter cable for these is also detachable. And these are probably my favorite headphones that I've ever had the pleasure of having. And uh, they're from a company called Cinti. and these are the B-Trek H10. And all this information is up on the website now, so you can go check it out if you like. Um, These are so comfortable and so cushy. The sound quality is absolutely fantastic. These are both over-the-ear headphones, just so you know, and they both have some noise isolation. These sentis they just feel luxurious. I mean, I've experienced hundreds of dollar headphones that I've tried out, um, and really to my way of thinking, and I'm speaking as a musician who can be a little snobbish about such things, uh, the sound quality on these for their price range is absolutely phenomenal. It's really, really good. Um, You know, I don't know if I'd necessarily put them in Bose price, I mean, uh, quality in terms of sound quality, but very, very close. If you know the quality of the Shark speaker, for instance, that Bob was speaking about earlier that we carry, uh, think think that in terms of headphones. (laughs) So you can get these, uh, you can use these wired with the detachable 3.5 millimeter cable, or they have Bluetooth 4.0 as well. Um, and the tutorial that I do for these is just under 45 minutes. I think it's about 43. Uh, the headphones have a, I think it actually is leather in terms of the uh, cushions for the ear cushions and also for the band. Uh, the band is padded. It's just extreme comfort. Oh, and I forgot to mention that both sets of these headphones, these and the E candies, are both foldable. And the Sinti headphones also come with a hard shell carrying case. So they're really very, very nice. And once again with these, you can get the tutorial separately for $15 or $25 if you want it on SD card. And you can get the headphones with the SD card shipped to your door for $75. So we're quite excited about these. Um, One of the gentlemen here was asking uh, before we began about the Avantech transmitter receiver that we have. In both these tutorials, I discuss how to hook that up with these, uh, both, both these sets of headphones. So that is in each tutorial. And uh, so this is a way, for instance, if you're a stream user, that you can connect your stream to your Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> so it's quite fun. I actually very much enjoy doing that myself because it's just a nice way be, to be able to use your products in tandem with one another. So, I'm going to stop for the moment and turn it over to Lisa, who has been doing some very brilliant work for us. Uh, I can't tell you how excited I am about her newest upcoming project with us. I'm doing the
3: final edits for it now, and she can tell you more about that. Well, my um, desire to do this tutorial came out of my own search. I had been thinking for some time about getting an Apple Watch. And I kind of had no clue why, because I hate talking watches in general. I would much rather use a braille watch. But the more I learned, the more I was intrigued. Learning about the Apple Watch is really not that easy right now. There are podcasts that have been done on it. And some are on older versions of the watch operating system. Some are on older versions of the watch. And so things change, and they may just be minor things, but they've changed. There are no comprehensive guides with everything in one place. And so what I've had the pleasure of doing is creating the tutorial that I would want if either I were buying an Apple Watch or if I had just gotten one and wanted to learn how to use it. And I think all of the tutorials are great for this because really they provide you with two options one is if you're going to get an echo or an apple tv or an apple watch you're talking about an investment of money and if you buy the tutorial first it's a win-win situation because if you listen to the tutorial and you decide okay i really want this product you have it's kind of like you got the product with a user guide that you can use but so much more because it demonstrates things you hear the Apple TV you hear the echo you hear the Apple watch and if you decide after listening you know I really don't think that this particular piece of equipment is for me then you have saved yourself money so either way the tutorials I think are a great um, thing to purchase. This one is, the recording is done. The editing is in process. We hope to have it available for sale mid-November. The unedited version is quite long so we don't even know for sure yet how long this thing will be, but it's going to be a good size tutorial. It's going to be fairly comprehensive. There are 25 sections and it walks you through everything from setup to changing the bands. Um, it tells you how to turn off a specific feature so that you don't unintentionally have a lovely chat with your local emergency services personnel. Uh, I learned I did this, and I comforted myself by saying, I'm not really as dumb as a box of rocks, I just did this so that I could experience what a potential new learner might experience. It didn't help, really, but I tried. (laughs) But anyway, we talk about turning off settings and customizing things. For example, one thing I really don't like about talking watches in general is that they're too chatty, and with the Apple Watch I really can customize it so that it will just speak the information that I want or if I'm in a meeting and I don't want it to speak at all I can tap it and have it vibrate the time. So if you remember the TSON vibrating watches, this is the same basic thing and the same price point but it has a lot more information. I also talk about three groups of people who might benefit specifically from having an Apple Watch. Um, And you know, some of that, I gained that information by talking to other people who have them or who are ordering them and finding out why. And there are some very compelling reasons that you might want to have one. Uh, So that's pretty much what I have to tell you about the tutorial. I was excited to plan and to record it and I hope that if you do get it that you will get as much enjoyment and as much learning out of it as I did.
5: Well you can tell how much fun you're having in in the recording process. There's a lot of fun stuff Um, I've never seen so much detail in terms of the stuff I found on the Apple watch online. So I'm quite tickled as I go through the editing process and, and, you know, do a little, do a little more in terms of the editing to, to what you have, uh, to what you've done. So I'm quite excited about it. And just to give you guys some idea, uh, I'm only about section 10 and we're right at about two and a half hours now. So uh, she said there were 25 sections. Do you guys be the
3: judge? (laughs) Although the the remaining, after like section 12 or so, some of the sections do get shorter. But yeah, yeah, initially I anticipated that it would be about three hours. Um, I don't think that any of us, me included, will ever again trust my ability to estimate the length of a tutorial. (laughs) Well, you've just been working
5: with me too long because it's, yeah. Yeah, you just don't know.
3: But eventually you have have to say, okay, It doesn't matter how long it is. Do I feel satisfied that I've covered the basics? And I feel like if you use this watch you won't, you may not be a power user of every single thing, but it's going to put you nicely in the middle or above as far as that curve, that learning curve. It will kind of fast track it because it puts everything in one place.
5: Yeah, and once it's daisied, that's going to help even more because it'll just be nice and intuitive and you can move through and find exactly what you want where you want it. So yep. those 25 sections, by the time Chris is done daisying it, God knows how long it's actually going to be in terms of sections. So, yeah, could be fun. <laughs> but, yeah, that's kind of, kind of some of the new things that we have. Chris is also working on a really cool TV um, tutorial that's in pre-production right now. Uh, he's done he's done a bit of the recording for it, but it's very, very cool. We're really excited about this one coming out in the next few weeks. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to be loads of fun as well because it's a speaking TV that speaks everything from the guide to channels. Setup is completely accessible. Putting on your Wi Fi network is completely accessible. It's got Bluetooth in it. I mean, from what I can tell thus far from, from my end, it seems really, really very cool.
2: <laughs> you can even play YouTube videos over the, the TV and everything does speak, channel numbers what's on the channel when you flip to it uh, it's it's really cool it's a 32 inch Samsung I can get the model in a second the Let me document
6: let's see. see Open document let's see 32 j 550 there you
2: go that's the model number
6: and space you three two. J five five zero
2: A FX3A There you go. That's the model number.
5: <laughs> That'll be in the tutorial, obviously. So yes. You- you, <laughs> you'll be able to find out more about
2: it. You can get this TV currently at Best Buy for two seventy nine, I believe. So it's not it's not something that's outrageously priced. It's very economically priced. Thirty two inches. It's really really nice TV, and. Um, I've already recorded like the unboxing of it, and I'm waiting very, very patiently to set it up so I can actually get the first time set up on the recording, but the Google products tutorial obviously had to come first.
3: And you know, we do have other things in their infancy or that are kind yeah. of in planning stages, and my best recommendation to you would not be, you know, don't wait for one of these tech talk sessions you can subscribe to the newsletter by visiting mysticaccess.com and you can also check out the podcast because new products are announced there plus often we're just playing with really fun stuff
5: absolutely and we're about to hit our 100,000th download so we're really psyched about that that's kind of cool this year has seen plenty of growth for us and uh, between the last two years in particular And we're quite excited about that. So come join the podcasting uh, group of listeners. We would love to have you. And if you would like to jot down the email address, you can join the news list directly. And we do send coupons and goodies, discounts, and all sorts of fun things to the news lists, in addition to podcast announcements and product announcements. It is MA for Mystic Access News, MA News dash subscribe. At mysticaccess.email, that's all spelled out. So m-a dash, or oh, sorry, m-a-news dash subscribe at mysticaccess.email.
2: And one thing we wanted to announce uh, before we take questions is the Victor Reader Stream tutorial, which was the debut product uh, back in March. What 18th? and we debuted it
5: here first?
2: <laughs> yes, we did. Of 2015, it is now at the lowest price ever permanently lowest price which is now $59 for the download or $10 more for the sd so we dropped it from 89.99 to 59.69
5: and it's kind of more in line now with our products and we want to thank those of you who were kind enough to pay the original pricing for us because you fed us and we appreciate it <laughs> and you're welcome to feed us some more anytime you like Um, But, yeah, this is just a little more in line with with what we're currently doing, what we're currently offering, and we really are proud of this still, and we want to make it available to as many people as we can and uh, decided we were going to do this. So we hope it will put it in in price range for more people to be able to enjoy it.
3: Another very popular tutorial is for the Echo, the Amazon Echo, and it covers all three. So if you're one of those people that's getting a new Echo Dot in the next couple days, And the price has really gone down nicely on that. Or if you have a standard Echo uh, confession time, I still check back in the tutorial if I want to remember how to do something that I haven't done much. So it's not just, you know when they're talking about games and they say, Oh, it was a good game, but it doesn't really have a replay value. Well... This has both. It's a good tutorial and it has an excellent replay value, especially if you use the DAISY functionality. If you put it on a Victor stream or another book reader or a bard player, you can skip through and find the sections that you want uh, very easily and just narrow it down and find what you want in no time. So that's also another one to keep in mind. Um, Yeah,
5: the new dots are $50, the new uh, second gen dots, and for anyone wondering, yes, I will be updating it again with any pertinent second gen dot info that is different from first gen dot info. So never fear, it will happen. Uh, In addition to all the other updates I have to do for the touch tutorial and the stream tutorial, all these other lovely things. So it will happen. Uh, As Lisa said, the best way to find out about upcoming goodies and updates and when everything is ready, join the uh, news list and or preferably and uh, hang out with us on the news list. We are a very low traffic list. It's just the three of us sending you stuff. And uh, we don't send out very much mail. So no need to worry about that.
3: Uh, either of you have anything else before we take questions? Uh, somebody had mentioned something about the other hardware that you sell. You might want to go through the speaker, some of the speaker oh, options. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we've got some the Shark. Speakers. Yeah, we've got the
5: Shark, which is uh, our biased favorite. We just think it sounds awesome. It's very sleek. It looks really good. Uh, it's got seven buttons on it that are very, very uh, tactile. So that's available. We have a little bitty uh, speaker called the Red Pepper and it's a little round speaker about two inches across and all of our speakers have voice prompts once again so you can learn to use them easily and uh, the Red Pepper has SD uh, micro SD in addition to uh, being able to be used as a Bluetooth speaker and you can also use it as a card reader for your computer. So that's kind of a fun little thing and both the Shark and the Red Pepper, and I think all of our speakers, except perhaps one, have uh, uh, auxiliary as well. Actually, they might all have auxiliary. Yeah. Um, I'm having to kind of think mm-hmm. about it off the top of my head, but I believe they all do. I
2: believe they do, yes.
5: And then we have the iFox, which is a very cool little speaker, and it's a little different because it's a touch panel, but it's a very usable touch panel. You guys remember, I'm a totally blind user of these speakers myself. If, if it can't be used by a blind user, I'm not going to be doing a tutorial on it for you. So, <laughs> you know, they're, they're very, very usable. So there's the iFox, which also has an FM radio in it, if that was something that interests you, and uh, SD. And then we have the volume and bass, which is a round speaker, about nine inches tall or something, seven, nine, somewhere in that range. I always say it looks like a tall beer can, and it has flash drive, SD, and auxiliary, and Bluetooth, and sounds really, really great. And I think that's all of them. So there's our, our Bluetooth speakers that we offer in addition to the transmitter receiver that I think I mentioned earlier. We do offer that, and it comes with a uh, fifty it's fifty or fifty five minute tutorial on the use of the uh, transmitter receiver that you can use with your stream or your other non Bluetooth devices to turn them into Bluetooth devices and stream them to your speakers or he- Bluetooth speakers or headphones or whatever you like.
2: yeah every speaker, every hardware that we sell comes with a compatible Tutorial to get you started because there's nothing worse than receiving a product, even if you were, even if you just buy the tutorial yourself, but receiving a product and not knowing how to use it.
5: How to use it exactly? And all these, as Chris was just saying, uh, you can buy the tutorial separately from us. So if you want to go find your uh, speaker or your headphones or whatever at somewhere else, you're welcome to do that and come back and buy the tutorial from us. That's totally fine.
3: You know, I've been playing with. The uh, Red Pepper speaker lately. And it's funny because the price points on these speakers vary widely, but so does what they do. And yep. even with the little guys, you know, there's merit. I mean, the Red Pepper is very rugged. Um, you can use it in the shower, it has a carabiner on it. You could even clip it onto a backpack and um, annoy your neighbors or whatever. Um, you know, but it's very rugged. I feel like if you, you know, not that you should try this at home, but if you ran a bicycle over it or something, it would keep on, uh, keep on ticking. So there's a lot of advantages, and you can just explore and read uh, all kinds of descriptions on the Mystic Access website.
5: Yeah, and there are samples, too, for the headphones and for the speakers. If you kind of want to try before you buy a little bit and hear what they sound like, I mean, I know you can only get a light uh, idea via your computer speakers or your headphones or whatever, but they're there. So if you want to kind of get an idea of what they're like, there are samples up on the website as well. Scroll down. There's a heading called...
2: Uh, attachments.
5: Attachments. Yeah. I just saw it and today. You, yeah. <laughs> when you get to the attachments heading, just scroll down. You'll see the MP3. Show samples, a
2: lot of the edge Press enter on search.
6: it,
5: and you're good to go.
3: I think Kim does a really good job of going through these tutorials, demonstrating all different kinds of music so you're not just hearing yes. this is how it sounds with this style of music you're hearing it for all different styles and so i think it helps you to make the most informed decision you can
5: thank you thank you yeah that's that's my actual uh radio tunes app that you're hearing so you get to hear all my favorite stuff which is runs the gamut <laughs> shall i unlock for questions
1: yep.
2: sure. we'll take questions yeah absolutely
1: All right, it's like Christmas Eve or day when you listen to Mystic Access. I'm sitting here. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, my gosh, I want that one. Um, If you have questions, again, many of you know this. If you have a microphone, hit F8 and the letter Q and enter, and we will recognize you. If you don't have a mic, all right, type your question in and hit enter. And Susan, our wonderful screen reader here, live screen reader, Uh, We'll read the question into the record. I guess I'm going to ask one that's going to shock everybody. I've heard Jonathan Mosin do beautiful jobs on the Apple TV. Now it's fourth generation. I guess I'm going to make it simple. What do I get on the Apple TV? Can I get Judge Judy on Channel 2? Uh, Is it just blindness programs? Why do I want one versus my nice 42-inch Sony TV which is up on my wall and which i have to take down and all that stuff. If you could explain that. Um, Kim, I think you, you're working on that. Tell me why. What do I get for the Apple TV? The price isn't bad. That's not the point.
3: This is me forgetting that in order for Kim to answer, I need to actually lock the key again. Sorry about that.
5: And to tell me what the question was since I can't actually hear it.
3: oh i thought you could i thought it was to the point though that you could hear them okay Uh, i was for briefly now yeah all right (laughs) well this i'll start to field and i think you'll get enough of an example from it and then um bob is basically asking about the apple tv and what he can do with it first of all bob it's not an actual tv tv that the name is kind of a misnomer it's a little kind of a square box um not too much bigger in surface area than the palm of my hand and you what you will be able to do with it will depend on what for example you're talking about being able to watch Judge Judy on Channel 2 Um, if your cable service is supported which most people's are I happen to live out in the boonies and mine is not but most people's are so you can Uh, connect it to watch cable programs. You can watch Netflix, YouTube. If you have a TV with a big surround sound kind of system, you might also find that you like streaming Apple music from it. Um, Kim, you can probably cover that more, but my main concern was when he said you know i'd have to take down my perfectly good sony and put oh no no no, no. no. you would use (laughs) it in conjunction with your tv yes
5: absolutely and uh, i'm like lisa i can't sign in with any of my cable channels generally because i live in the middle of nowhere and have a cable service no one's ever heard of so i can sympathize and empathize with those woes but generally you know if you have comcast or charter some of the bigger ones then that won't be a problem you can Actually sign in through apps and watch your shows accessibly via your Apple TV. So that is something. Uh, you can watch YouTube videos. I mean, there are apps. I, I guess there's still apps being added pretty frequently um, in terms of what you can watch. I watch a lot of PBS programming through my Apple TV Definitely. and love that.
3: now. With the fourth junkies. Gen. Sorry, <laughs> documentary junkies unite! Documentary
5: junkies, absolutely yes, without a doubt. There's a lot of cool apps. There's Curiosity Stream, which I think I turned Lisa into for more documentary junkie goodness. There's tons and tons of stuff. There's uh, Smithsonian, Smithsonian Earth. I mean, there's tons of stuff available. Uh, even if you aren't a current cable subscriber, then you can check out a lot of free episodes and goodies on shows. There are games, but thus far I don't know of any accessible games you can that uh, can be played via the Apple TV. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of radio apps. I use Calm Radio, which I really like, uh, which is completely accessible on the 4th Gen. So yeah, there's a lot you can do with it, and I'm going to try, as I normally do, to run the gamut in terms of lots of different things and things you can access and things you can do, and just a series of different types of apps that you can access via it. And what I was uh, thinking a second ago is that uh, with the newest version of TVOS, which is the operating system that Apple uses for this puppy, um, you can change your voice. So you can use the Alex voice. You can use Samantha, who was the default previously, or the only one you could use previously. So there's there's a lot available in terms of kind and of. You can
2: even stuff. use Fred.
3: You oh. can even use Fred. Can we edit I don't that? Why out? you would, but you could. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other thing that Bob asked was. Um, he said, you know, is this just for blindness apps? And no, nope. it certainly is not, but um, you can use some of the blindness apps on it. For example, if you yeah, have iblink. ACB radio, you could AirPlay that to the Apple TV. Uh, the iBlink app, which is now Sero, there is a TV app for that. And I just think it's cool because the apps are basically in a grid on your screen and you up and down, use the up and down key with the remote, and you could just go through them. In some ways, I think it's even easier than using an iPhone. And if someone wanted to um, use it, you know, and then kind of decide, am I really into this? It's a good way, almost even like a pre introduction to the iPhone. Yeah. The other thing is most people hook them up to their TVs. I don't because I can't change HDMI ports independently on my TV. So I have mine connected to my stereo, which works out well for me. Cause and another really
5: cool thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't no, that's it.
3: Just because I don't need to see the screen.
5: Yeah, and on that, on that note, oftentimes I will turn my TV completely off and hook my Apple TV up to a Bluetooth speaker and just use my Apple TV. And, like, carry my speaker around the house. So that's kind of epic. You can can save energy and uh, use your Apple TV. If you're not using it with sight anyway, who cares? You can just listen to it and enjoy it and have all of those lovely experiences. So it's a cool thing, and I agree with Lisa in that it might be a really good iOS intro in many ways. And if you're really crazy like she and I are, you can make folders of all your apps. And they can hang out on your Apple TV, so you can have your news apps, you can have your music apps, you can have your movies apps. And throw them in folders of your choosing, name them whatever you want, and get really just super
3: organized. Because it's here. very easy then to find
2: what it's you It's very need.
3: easy, yes.
5: One yeah.
2: One nice one nice thing about the Apple TV, uh, before we ask, find out other questions, <laughs> is um, you can turn on video descriptions. Yes. So if you have iTunes, if you have any movies that uh, you get from iTunes, they will automatically start playing the video description. I did that with the Force Awakens and I bought it through iTunes, started playing, and it was the coolest thing because I didn't have to do anything with DVD menus and all that other stuff. The, the video description just started playing.
5: Frozen has it too, and you'll get to hear it in the tutorial. <laughs> fun. Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay, thank you so much. I know I'm going to buy the tutorial. I will do that, I promise. Okay, Susan, do we have other questions, please?
4: We have several questions. Let's stick with the Apple TV for a minute to start. And we have several questions, but I will get to you, so be patient. Um, Larry asks, how do you get uh, cable channels on the Apple TV? We have the same problem with the HDMI port as you do, Lisa. So is there any answer that any of you can provide this for him? Thank you.
3: Okay. Larry asks two questions, and one is how can you – well, the one I can field, I think it's fairly simple, and we we have a lot of questions apparently. Okay. Um, The first question was how you – sign in with your cable and basically what you'll have is you'll be able to go into the tv app store and get like the time warner app or the comcast app that kind of thing and then you would enter your credentials that you use with your cable company and then you would have access um uh oh my mind is going the second oh um they're also having trouble with the hdmi port issue. Um, obviously, I did not find a workout, workaround for that. Any suggestions?
6: Hmm, I'm
3: lucky because
5: my remote has different buttons for each HDMI, uh, which is good for me. Um, is there a way maybe to program it to a universal remote? That I mean, you might have site assistance to have to do that, but then perhaps a remote that actually
3: had different
5: buttons for each port and you just know which one is which I don't even know if that would be but useful at all. Idea. Sounds like it might be more trouble than
3: it's worth. Might not be though, especially if you watch a lot of TV. Great
4: yeah, idea. that's true. Great that's idea. True. We don't watch.
1: Okay, can we have another question? I know we have several.
4: Yes, very said you weren't hearing me. Are you hearing me now, Bob? Yes. Okay, I think this was covered, but for clarification, I'd like to ask Vicki Bond's question. She asked about: Does your tutorial cover all of the Apple, all of the Echo products? And does it talk about what each one of them does? And Vicki, if that's not asking your question like you want it, uh, send more to me, and I'll try again. Okay. Uh, first,
3: Chris had one more comment. I accidentally unlocked the mic too early. Um, so he had a comment. Let's finish with that, and then we'll go with our question.
2: I just wanted to mention about that Samsung talking TV, that that kind of issue would not be an issue because you have a source button, and it, it would automatically speak what you are you know htmi1 htmi2 htmi3 so that would that would definitely not be an issue
3: excellent okay and uh vicky bond asks if the echo tutorial covers all of the echo products and how to use them susan thought this was covered before but uh that's our question
5: Yes, Vicky. Yes, indeed. And what isn't covered now will be covered as soon as I get my dot and can do some updating. <laughs> so, yes, the uh, the tap, the first-gen dot, and the echo are covered all in orientation. And then anything that you can do with any of these products uh, or with one product, you can do with any of them, essentially. So once you have, kind of are oriented to what lives where in terms of working with each product, and the dot and the echo are just similar uh, – The dot is kind of a miniature of the Echo, so she's just a little mini Echo uh, in terms of her button placement and everything. So it's very quite simple to learn to use those two in conjunction with one another. And then I discuss the tap and show you the sound prompts and what it's like and how you would use it. But in terms of actually doing things on them, they all work the same way. That will also be the case with the second-gen dot, uh, except for she's just a wee bit smaller than her first-gen sister. And uh, I think there may be a couple other differences. I'll let you guys know at the, at the weekend.
3: <laughs> but, yes.
1: And the, the $50 thing, is that first gen? Then what did I buy? Second gen, uh, Kim, the $50 one?
3: I'll take the liberty of answering that just because I know we are running out of time. Uh, Bob, it would be – okay, what happened was they had the first generation DOT, and then they discontinued it. And then yep. they have they now have the second gen DOT which is supposed to be a little smaller and uh, slightly lighter. So that has come out. And so when you buy an Echo Dot, unless you're buying one used from someone, the only thing you can buy is the second gen. And my answer pretty much
4: summed up the question. Either of you have anything else? No. No. Nope. Good deal. Okay.
5: Okay,
1: thank you. Susan, next question.
4: Okay, Jenny wants to know if you can use the Echo Dot independently of your computer. Okay, I missed the person's name. We had a little bit of breakup, but
3: the next question was, can you use the Echo Dot independent of the computer?
5: Yes, if you have an iOS or Android uh, device. So to do the initial setup, you'll need one of the three. a Computer, where you can go to... Alexa.Amazon.com or Echo.Amazon.com takes you to the same place. An Android device where you can download the app or an iOS device where you can download the app. You only need that for initial setup, and it is cool to have that for activating skills and perhaps finding some stations and things like that in terms of uh, music listening, uh, viewing your Audible library, some of these stuff that you don't necessarily have to do on it, but you can if it's stuff that you enjoy. So it's good to have one of the three for uh, navigational purposes and kind of making your life a little easier. But if all you want to do is play your favorite Pandora station, once you get it initially set up, you will. As I said, you will need one of these. Uh, one of these options available to you. Oh, Kindle also works. Um, so you can use Kindle OS, Fire. Or, sorry, Fire. Fire OS. I think is the uh, official term for that. And uh, so if you use any of those to do the initial setup, if all you want to do is like play your Pandora and ask her for the news and ask her for the time. Once you have the initial setup done, uh, yeah, you could, uh, in theory, do it. I
2: rarely um, go into the app.
5: Yeah, Chris doesn't yeah. use the app very much at all. I, I tend to use it relatively often just because I like to find kind of obscure stuff.
3: <laughs> but, yeah, you don't have to. I would say 90% of the time I do not. Sure. Again, it's it's preference. I mean, you yeah. could, especially now that you can enable skills directly from yeah. the Echo, I don't go in nearly as much as I did. I do know know of situations where someone maybe was a senior and they didn't have computer skills and a son or a daughter or whomever came over, had the app on their phone, set it up, and once the setup information was entered, the person was pretty well fine to do most things.
1: Okay, but you do need Wi-Fi. I think I'm correct there. So let's be really clear because he said without a computer, totally... And I want to make sure we do need Wi-Fi. Anyway, they'll correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, Susan, next question.
4: Let's go to Joni next. Hi. Um, I am
3: currently uh, going to get the uh, new Echo Dot.
5: And do I need a separate speaker for it? I gather that I do. And I don't know what speaker to get. I want something that's relatively inexpensive. But that has good tone, sound, and um, I just don't know what to do, because my sister's getting it for me for my birthday, so of course she put the uh, request in, so I guess I'll get it soon after the 20th, well, my birthday's not till December, but um, I guess I should have a speaker and also your tutorial, too, so... Um, Also, what is the cost of your tutorial?
3: Okay, we have for your consideration a nice compound question. Uh, First, to clarify a point that Bob made, yes, you do need wireless. If you have an Amazon Echo and you do not have wireless, basically you're going to have a pretty round paperweight, and that's about it. Um, Joni is getting the new Echo Dot for her birthday. Her sister is getting it. And she says that she heard that you need a speaker with it. Um, she's not sure what to get as far as quality and wants to know also about the price of the tutorial. I feel like I could field some of this, but like I've been yacking enough, so let me just pass that question on as is.
5: Well, Joni, if you're going to listen to a lot of music on it, yeah, you probably do want an additional speaker. But just to clarify, the Dot actually has a speaker in it. So it's kind of small, and it doesn't sound really awesome, but it does have some pretty decent volume on it. I mean, you can turn it up. We all have dots. Yeah, it's um, not bad. It's not terrible. Um, You can even listen to music on it. It's just not going to sound awesome.
2: Sounds Uh, like maybe some kind of a transistor radio from, like, the 90s.
5: It's better than your phone, though. I mean, in terms of yes, quality, it's absolutely better than your phone. So, you know, you can listen to music on it. So, yeah, if you want to get something additional, you certainly can. Uh, in terms of what we offer, if you want something with amazing sound quality, we always recommend the Shark, because it just sounds great. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you could certainly utilize something like that with it. Uh, the tutorial for the for the Echo tutorial is $39, and it's six and a half hours as of now, but it's probably going to get longer when I update it again. Because <laughs> it was originally six, and now it's six and a half. Yeah. So, um, it's 39 and then 49 if you want it on SD. And a good rule of thumb to remember with us is if you want an SD, just add 10 bucks, and that's for shipping in addition. Uh, uh, shipping to your door uh, is included in that 10 dollars for the additional cost. Yeah. Did I miss anything?
3: I nope. don't think so. I think that's it. I use I've used mine with and without a speaker. I think if you're listening mostly to speech, like audiobooks or something, because uh, you can listen to Audible and Kindle. And the text-to-speech no. yeah. is pretty good. Um, and for that, I wouldn't really feel the need for a speaker. But for music, yeah, kind of,
4: kind of. Probably. yeah.
1: Okay. Next question, Susan.
4: Next is Albert.
6: Yes. Good evening, Chris, uh, Lisa, and Kim. Um, I'm just curious to ask, uh, on that Samsung TV that you mentioned tutorial, does let me ask you this does it does it work as well as let's say a a comcast set-top box would if one had that and could you also please repeat the model number of the tv because i heard it through deck talk and it didn't quite come out as well as it would have if you hadn't spoken it so if you could just repeat the model number that's it's interesting thank you
3: al i got the part about the model number but there was some breakup could you repeat the beginning part of your question please
6: Yeah, I was just asking if the Samsung TV that Chris mentioned, the tutorial, is it? Well, maybe the tutorial doesn't have it in it, but is the TV itself as user-friendly or as usable, let's say, as if you had, let's say, a Comcast set-top box, which Comcast has, but we don't have because we have Time Warner here, unfortunately.
3: Thank you. Excuse me. Thank you very much. Okay, Uh, there were two questions from uh, this gentleman, and he wanted to know, um, how the Samsung TV compares to the Comcast set-top box, if you have any experience with that. And also, he wanted the model number repeated because he couldn't really understand it very well through deck talk.
2: Okay, to answer the first part, no experience. I have Verizon Fios, we don't have Comcast here. The model number is U as in uniform, N as in Nancy, 3, 2, J is in Juliet. 5, 5, 0, A, F is in Frank. X is in X-ray. Z is in zebra, A as in apple. And that's it.
5: My and home. probably before oh sorry, probably before we um actually release the tutorial, something will go up in the podcast feed so you can kind of hear a snippet of what this T V sounds like. I mean we don't want you guys to be buying this thing cold and not know what you're kinda getting into. So I'm sure we'll have something up, either a sample of the tutorial or Chris little demo or something. So stay tuned to the podcast if that's something you're interested in. Excellent. Okay.
1: Okay, next question, Susan, please. I'm Martin Nelson. Yeah,
6: hi, good evening. Um, when you spoke about the two um, he- uh, it- headphones, or yeah, I guess headphones, you didn't mention if the more expensive one, which I assume it probably does, if it has the speech input, and also how would one connect either of them to the Victor Reader string?
3: Okay, Martin Nelson asked about the headphones, Martin. and he had two questions, and the second was how you would connect them to the victor reader stream and i believe what you would do is since they both are bluetooth and wireless or wired rather you would either plug them in with the wired cable or you would use something like the Avantech transmitter and connect them uh, via bluetooth and the other question was he asked if if the second set like the first had speech input but I'm assuming in this case that he means speech output like if they're um, if you get verbal cues yes you, I apologize yes. yes you absolutely do it's a female voice uh, actually we, we
5: think she's the same voice that's used in our shark and the shark speaker that we carry so yeah it's very
4: very clear precise nice prompts
1: all right next question
4: next is Tommy.
1: Hey, we're not hearing you. We're hearing a
6: hiss. Oh, sorry about that. My my, my mic go, uh, got shut. Up. I switched it off to not waste battery while I was waiting. So anyway, I was. You have you guys ever considered doing anything for the uh, Macintosh to refresh? Because yes, there used to be podcasts, but they are old. There's nothing for whatever uh, Sierra, for instance. You know what I mean? They're all Snow Leopard or whatever. <laughs>
3: The question was if you've ever considered doing tutorials for the Mac because there were podcasts way back for the first few versions of the Mac but nothing that is up to date.
2: That is something we are considering, but we have a slight problem. Uh, We don't have Macs to do them on. So um, my Mac mini is so old that in order to do the Google portion of the tutorial, It took probably two hours to record because it was just – it was way too slow, and there was a lot of editing done in that section, so.
1: Okay. How many more questions, Susan, please? Two. One of them, if
4: I can figure it out. (laughs) Just a minute. One of them – this one is from Chica, and he asked, is there – I think this is what he means. Is there an echo for Android? And then he asked, how much are the tutorials? And I don't know which tutorials he means. Okay.
3: The next question was – Is there an Echo for Android? I'm assuming he means the Echo app. Yes. Um, Yes. And there is. Um, The Echo itself is not specifically iPhone or Android. It is based on Amazon products and the app is either iPhone or Android. Uh, He asked also about the price of the tutorials, but he did not. Specify which one he, which one or ones he meant. However, in general, uh, tutorials for the hardware that we carry—the Bluetooth transmitter, the headsets, the speakers—are fifteen dollars, or twenty-five with the SD card. And then, um, I'll let Kim or Chris give the other tutorial prices. But where, in situations where we haven't set a price. That's because the tutorial is not out yet, and so sometimes we, uh, many factors go into determining the price, and one of those is length. So, the price is not usually determined until the tutorial is complete. Yeah, Echo
5: is 39. The new Google Docs—I don't even know if we mentioned the new Google uh, tutorial for the Google Suite—is 39 as well. That's currently available now. Uh, others are—I mean, we've got other stuff up on the site that we haven't necessarily discussed tonight. We've got uh, TW Blue, the Twitter client. We've got stuff for the uh, iOS apps for Voice Dream Reader and Writer. And Lisa and I have bounced the idea back and forth of doing Mail, the third sister, and we have not made any final decisions there. Um, so... Prices can be on the uh, found on the site for all those. My brain probably won't allow me to give you correct pricing info for everything at this second, uh, or you're welcome to give us a call and we can uh, discuss anything you're particularly interested in or send us an email.
1: Okay, last question, Susan, I think. I have one, too, and then
4: mine will be the last. Uh, I think what Jenny is asking is, does are commands included in your tutorials for window eyes as well as JAWS? and NVDA, and I think you said they were. I hope that's what she's asking.
3: Jenny's asking if commands are included in the tutorials for JAWS, Window Eyes, and NVDA.
2: The commands that are relevant, yes, but the tutorial is focusing on Google Docs, Google Slides, Google Sheets. So those are universal commands, and absolutely those are given. I think the only command for... JAWS, NVDA, and Window Eyes is actually given is how to turn off their virtual cursors because that is pretty darn important uh, when utilizing the Google suite of products because you are working within the web browser. So Docs is not something that you install on your computer. You go to docs.google.com or drive.google.com, which is what I do for the most part in the tutorial is go to Drive and then launch the doc from drive which then opens the docs or slides or sheets in a different uh in a different window and of course it's it's all web browser based so those are probably the only screen reader commands that are given there are given some Chromevox commands because i don't think too many people are familiar with Chromevox. there's even a little demonstration within it on how to navigate a web page uh, with ChromeVox and change because it's not it's not using your down arrow key and your up arrow key like that. It's, it's doing other things. It goes by groups, uh, um, groups um, words, lines, characters, and that. And you change the granularity as you go along, and that's what happens. The arrow keys in conjunction with ChromeVox, they move. So that's why those commands are really given where it assumes that you're familiar with your screen reader commands, but again, it's they're not really necessary.
3: Yeah, in general, for our tutorials, I'm thinking of also TW Blue, which is a Twitter client, and I'm thinking of the parts of the Echo tutorial where you're on the computer. We try as much as possible to give general Windows commands, and people think, "Oh, well, if I do Windows M to go to my desktop, that's a JAWS command. No, it's not. It's a Windows command. It will work anywhere." with any screen reader. So we try to use as many of those commands as we can um, that will work in any situation with any screen reader.
2: Yeah, that way it's more generic.
3: Yep, exactly. it's, it's easier for everybody and it also makes it really nice because if you're switching between screen readers or you find that you have to do that, then your skills, your knowledge is more transferable.
1: Okay, Susan, last question please.
4: Thanks guys, I think that Got her question answered really well. And thanks for this wonderful presentation. Now, my question is a very elementary one, but I don't know. What is Google Sheets? Okay, Susan has
3: the last question, and she thanks us first for the presentation and says, admittedly, that her question is a basic one, but um, she wants to know what Google Sheets is.
2: It is the Google equivalent of Excel. So Google Docs is the equivalent of Word. Google Sheets is the equivalent of Excel. And Google Slides is the equivalent of PowerPoint.
1: Well, Mystic Access team, you guys are great sports here this evening. We got it together. We want to thank you so very much. And I want to give you the final word to give your phone number, your website, Uh, and uh, turn us loose to buy your products.
3: Bob thanked us for coming, and wanted to give us, in his words, as best I can paraphrase, the last word, uh, giving phone number contact information, and quote, letting us loose (laughs) to (laughs) buy.
5: Well, I'll take this, uh, I guess, and thank you guys for dealing with our technical woes have no idea what's going on we've never had this happen (laughs) so uh thanks for hanging in there with us we appreciate the opportunity as always to share with you guys what we've got going on and you can contact us by visiting the website which is mysticaccess.com m-y-s-t-i-c-a-c-c-e-s-s dot com you can call us at 716-543-3323 And just so you know, you can order via phone. So that's definitely an option. If that's something that you would be more comfortable doing, we can take care of you. And you can email us. And that is info, I-N-F-O, at mysticaccess.com. And you will reach Lisa and Chris and myself
3: at that email address. So one of us can get back to you swiftly. Anything else from you, Chris?
2: I just wanted to thank you, the Tech Talk audience, again, and Lisa, for stepping in and uh, basically (laughs) unseeing this.
3: (laughs) It was good fun. It's always a privilege to be here.
1: And I just want to say that all of these podcasts that we hear are so helpful. Tech Talk provides the opportunity of interacting with speakers and we really love that that's why it's been such a a successful program over these past 11 years thank you so much you guys next week eric damery and jaws 18 you're a marvelous audience the room is yours and uh, have a great week i may be slow at getting this one out because i'm going away tomorrow morning at the really crack of dawn it will happen so be patient
0: The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us, 716-543-3323, and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.